Welcome, y'all, to Critical Clicks! Euro Clicks! Am my greatness? There's nothing I can do to save you. Euro Clicks! Give it up for Jaws host, Lucas Van Holland. And Scott Cram Company Crampton. Hey guys, this is Lucas Tom Van Holland, and joining me tonight on the podcast is a, a well known inferior Hero Clicks player who did not Son lose to me bitch. once, twice, three times, or. Four. No, it was four, four times, times, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that uh, Mr. Uh, Scott Cram Company Crampton fell to the hands of Lucas Van Holland this weekend at Heroclix United States Nationals. Boom, baby. We got him. Put him down. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to love with you, viewers. Um, this is going to be one of the rougher episodes I've ever had. Um, I have lost in times. I have very rarely lost twice to the same opponent in the same weekend. I have never barely even played the same person four times in the same weekend in an event. And if I did, the chances of me losing four fucking times. And I want to tell you, if I had lost to some other people, it would be bad. It would be bad. But when you get a tri-sentinel cock up your ass, man, it is the worst thing in the world. Uh, it's not I'm shaped not in the you, way dude. you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I felt tonsil there at some point. Yeah. Like it was it was way up there. Yeah. So he kicked, uh, I was two and one heading into the... Um, uh, we're not even going to do the intro, are we? I'll do the intro real quick. Um, sure. Hey, guys, welcome to uh, Critical Clicks, an adult <laughs> podcast for the competitive Hero Clicks player, um, which I somehow am not anymore, uh, where we put the hard R rating in Hero Clicks. And um, we're referring to nationals. So we just got back from nationals. We will talk a little bit about nationals. I'm going to talk about with PJ, uh, who I whipped his ass uh, with absolutely no reckoning at all. Uh, just in a, an embarrassing defeat by uh, PJ, which was great. And then uh, I couldn't ever ever even remotely come close. Um, so I want to go over these. So the first one, he, uh, Lucas, tell people your team real quick. Yeah. So out of the entirety of the field of nationals and I, and I'm, I'm not being facetious here. I'm not over-exaggerating. I was the only person at nationals who played X-Men that I know of. I was at the qualifiers every day, kind of watching around, looking to see what people were yep. playing. I did not see a single X-Men team other than myself. I, so I played X-Men. I could not agree more. And X-Men was a brilliant, brilliant metagus. I very, you know, we don't praise people as much on this show uh, because it's a little bit about trash talking, but I have to give it up uh, for Lucas. Uh, I completely guessed wrong, like just as far off as humanly possible. I don't know if I accidentally affected it, but the number of Thanos is there was like the number of people um, in India. Like it's just so many Thanoses. It was a ridiculous amount of Thanoses. I, everyone was playing Thanos. I played a mirror match, exact mirror match three times. I played against Thanos six 
times uh, that weekend. Uh, all in nationals. Totally wrong. Lucas comes in with his fucking brilliant X-Men team that fucking nobody's thinking about right now and just whips some ass. It is barring barring absolutely atrocious luck or me playing terribly. It is almost impossible for me to lose versus most Thanos teams with my team. Um, we built this team to systematically beat Thanos from the top down. And that was before the errata. Now I, I made an insane <laughs> mistake. And uh, one thing I am on this podcast guys is honest. I have always been very, very honest with you guys. Um, that honesty has a price. It has the price of not getting pre-release stuff, not getting cool things <laughs> for the podcast. I'd love to open up a brick of shit, but I'm going to always be honest with you because I feel like there needs to be a, a, a honest person in the community, good or bad. Now that means good too. Um, uh, so uh, in this uh, nationals was awesome. I had the best fucking time, um, but I'm going to admit two mistakes I made against Lucas, which are so incredibly embarrassing, but I want you guys to know that even a person that plays all the fucking time, like I do, I mean, obviously I play, I know we joke, I just got good or bad or whatever. Some are Scott, all the different stuff, but like, I fucking play, you know, like I've won some shit. So mistake number one, I carried up Thanos against Lucas to, because I was so frustrated trying to get a shot, uh, did a very pathetic something. What was it? Mind control or you mind control Jubilee and um, Jubilee and beast. And then I killed my cypher. Yeah, and Jubilee and then, rolled out, right, or something, or Beast rolled no, out. No, uh, Beast Beast rolled out, and then you missed the attack on Beast with Jubilee. Yes, so um, because Be I think Beast rolled out, but anyway, then I'm like, okay, cool, I'm going to take carry Thanos and move back because I'd only rolled one gem. And I must have been so fucking dreamy or whatever the fuck you have to say, but I literally tried to move a character back on his own volition after being carried. That was literally my plan. And then of course, Lucas toasted my face off um, because um, his team is good, but you have to admit, Lucas, it's a lot fucking better if I carry my Thanos and stop him inside of your kill zone. Yep. If you deliver Thanos on a silver platter, uh, my team is really, really, really strong. Yes. <laughs> yes. I will say on a cool note, uh, Sicarian Iron Man just on his own. He only had one more turn, but I took like 145 points on that one turn, which I was yeah, very between, excited. Yeah. Between your destroyer and your Sicarian Iron Man, you killed four figures on the yeah. next turn. So yep. I had a tiny bit of hope. That hope was very quickly demolished, just to be clear, when Lucas whipped my ass and took every figure I had the next turn. But I felt better. Um, and it looked better <laughs> on paper. But make no mistake. And that was um that pushed me out. So I was two and one. I think you were two and one going in, right? I was, yep. Yeah, we had we both had decent points. We weren't too worried about that. It was mainly the win. I mean, obviously, we couldn't lose five to nothing because that would be problematic. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, yep. Then we played the Exo Swords event. Lucas, how was the Exo Swords event? You know, as a format, I have to me personally, 
have to give X of Swords Summer OP that we're about to be participating in for the next three months. I have to give that a brilliant whiz kids. Yeah, um, absolutely. It brilliant. was it's so fun. It was a ton of fun. It's yeah. a ton of fun, guys. I highly encourage you to go out to your local game store and play it. It is a little bit more expensive, but I promise the prizing and the figures you get are worth it. Disgusting. Form- Amazing. The format... The format is a battle royal style, but when your when your figures are KO'd at the beginning of your next turn, they come back. So just because you get teamed up on by three people doesn't mean you lose. In your um, starting and as a matter area. of fact, yeah, so they come back in your starting area. As I've, a matter of fact, I got teamed up on, on yes, our you first did. battle royal, and I, I won that battle royal. <laughs> so I felt like I had orchestrated that. Uh, not fully, but that was my normal goal, right? So when one person moves out. Right. It's honestly often not that person that's completely destroyed. It's this first person that moves out to attack them. Uh, because a lot of times what happens is the other person going next flanks them. You and uh, so what I did is I moved to a farther side of the map. Um, you going in attack position, but really off the side. So nobody could possibly flank me. I was an inconvenient target. I also didn't have a great team, but <laughs> with movement attack, I don't know. <laughs> I had a terrible team of movement attack. Um, yep. so then Luca, uh, then the other guy kind of moves up. And then Lucas jumped right in the middle of it. And I'm like, well, fuck you, Lucas. You're going to lose this game. And uh, that is not how it played out at all. Um, So, Lucas, why don't you explain for like two solid minutes why this format works completely different and how it turns the entire strategy in an exciting new way completely on its head? Absolutely. So very quickly, guys, the way this works, every figure in this set for the most part, there's a few outliers, but for the most part, most the figures in this set are anywhere from 70 to 100 points. If a few lower, a few higher, but they're all they're all pretty beefy. They've got long dials, they've got good values, not a ton of reducers. There are some, but it's mostly long dials. You're talking seven to nine clicks of health on most figures. So basically, what happened was I jumped in and I started attacking this guy. And it did not go well for me. I missed most of the attacks. And then I got uh, double flanked by the guy that I was attacking. And then also Jason Alvey, who is our fourth player on this battle royal, who came in from the other corner and basically wiped me out. Um, I was playing double cable storm. uh, And so I I lost all three characters in one turn. Yeah. By the time I got to, I think, my third turn. Yeah. And you had a very good team. Double Cable and Storm is kind of a running shot and very long charge with a quake that uh, hits everybody for exploit option. It's a very solid battle royale team. As somebody who played a few of them after that, uh, that was a decent team pull. Um, But yeah. So then what happened? Takes me out. Yeah. So Jason takes me out and these guys continue to fight. Right. So Jason's figures are low because I had hit him back on turn two. the guy that was sitting next to me. His figures were low because Scott had started attacking him and my figures were dead. So the way they the way this works is when it got back to my turn, all three of my characters that died come back to my starting area on click one with With no no tokens, no tokens. And Storm has a 12 speed with charge so six squares which on a battle royal map is huge 
Um, a six square charge with giant reach three quake exploit weakness. Mm-hmm. And I, I jumped into the middle of this mosh pit and KO'd 175 points in two attacks and went up on points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you crushed. <laughs> it was and wild. It became, it, yeah. we had, we had, uh, so I feel like I helped orchestrate it. I think out this stuff, I played a lot of battle royales. Um, it's a lot about first turn positioning because people will attack. Uh, number one, they'll attack the, the easiest to attack from safety. And number two, they'll attack the easiest to kill, which is usually the person that is somewhat out of place and was already attacked once. Right. So I felt like I had put that together with you. And instead, I got embarrassingly humiliated because if my figures died, I would go, which, by the way, they were never even attacked which normally in a battle royale is goddamn impressive. Um, but like basically nobody ever really attacked me unless it was like a happenstance. Like you're still, you're in the quake too, I guess. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think storm quaked rock golem and Jason pulse waved rock golem. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it never happened. But if I went back, I had no opportunity to even get there. Like I'd have to move, uh, take my entire turn to go 10 squares and just to token all my figures. Whereas it was happening so much in your starting area, anytime you got KO'd, which I suspect a lot of times you were hoping for, um, because you get your actions back, you get everything back. Um, I do personally think the format should be come back with one action token. I think that's a little more balanced to it, but, um, It's it's great. And um, so I learned a lot. I got I got last second first. Uh, Lucas got first first last or something. Yeah, my last battle royal. I just had a bunch of mind control pieces that didn't have moving attack. Yeah, nobody wins. Every, <laughs> yeah, nobody wins every battle royale. I, I played with Emma no. Frost and Jesus Christ, me winning. That was a pure miracle. Um, but uh, <laughs> yep. Which, by the way, Emma Frost, upon playing, is not good. And I don't care about her diamond form. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> she needs a lot more, man. And so that was number one. Then we sat down again. He took, he just squeaked by me. I had a lot better team, a lot better strategy. Uh, I think he might have had either one more turn than me or, but you won. You won. And then the final one I had the is, Captain Avalon. Yeah. Yeah. I went 2-0. and oh. Um, in the things this is in this is in national Sorry. finals. He's talking. Thank about right you, now. thank yep. you, Lucas. This is a good time to mention, guys. Um, so <laughs> I had surgery this morning. Uh, they thought I'd be asleep in bed all day. I have not gone to sleep yet. Uh, <laughs> so I'm up. I'm doing stuff. It's like eight thirty p.m. when we're recording this on the same day. I am on pain meds. Uh, I am much more kind for some reason. Um. Uh, <laughs> So, but that that's one my commitment to this show, uh, and two, uh, I just love talking to Hero Clicks. I just love doing this shit. So, it gives me gives me something to look forward to. But um, to give you a sense of how I actually am and feel, I have actually the one reason I wanted him to talk for two minutes is I bit my lip by accident and didn't notice that it was bleeding because I can't feel my face when I'm with you <laughs> and I love it. So, um, but I really can't feel my face. Uh, I can feel it kind of, it's kind of weird. Um, so anyway, 
Uh, we're talking now about uh, nationals. Uh, so uh, I did qualify on Friday, uh, beating uh, a, a guy in a the most nightmare matchup ever. But we kind of politicsed it to be like, look, if we both don't come, if none of us come at each other, we both are out. <laughs> so he ended up rolling off four, three gems. So he kind of came at me and I was able to la- like last action kill his Thanos um, to squeak in on Friday. Um, oh God, I'm so sorry to the person. It starts with a G and it's an awesome fucking name. Uh, but I cannot remember it because I am Grover. a huge Grover. Thank you. Thank you. Grover was an absolute class act, just like the coolest human maybe I've ever played with him. I gave him a battle royale ticket and I gave him a few other things just because I honestly felt bad because he didn't need to come at me. Uh, nor did I need to come at him technically because neither of us could do a goddamn thing. Um, to tell you what his team was, it was, and I swear to God, PG, uh, Lucas, I know your team is pretty anti Thanos. This is the most anti Thanos team in the world. It is Thanos with the emotional modifier and he went first. And then it is, um, uh, collector. Molecule Man and Captain Marvel. So nope. my Thanos could hypothetically out uh mind control through the walls, but he had all of his figures on an indoor map barriered in. Then on top of that, when he needed to rest, he had the emotional modifier. And then the one time I could have had a shot on him, he had Captain Marvel. (laughs) And it was really insane. Like it was for against another Thanos. That is the most brutal matchup I can ever think of. Uh, Thanos himself. He's playing basically half of my team. And then the other half is the team that you would use to try to circumvent people killing that team with the Thanos team. That probably didn't make sense, but give uh, I'm on pain meds guys. Bottom line is that's <laughs> fucking brutal. And I actually, I wasn't even capable of taking a shot on him until he came across the map and killed my Marvella near the end of time, which wasn't a bad play, but I just rolled hot. Uh, I rolled like a six on gems and a, uh, yeah, I rolled a six for gems. I hit Every single attack, and I had to. Marvella is the one who, not Marvella, uh, Molecule Man, or somebody that he he killed is the one that killed him. So like somebody that he didn't kill, uh, like a nine attack character, was like the guy who killed him, uh, which yep. is fucking bonkers. He didn't kill Marvella. That's right. I don't know what he killed, but anyway, or maybe he rolled like a three and missed it. I can't remember now. But anyway. Um, so I got in on Friday and Lucas, how did you do on the day of nationals? Yeah. So nationals day, I went two and two, they did a really weird format. Basically they did uh, top 16 was two rounds of Swiss cut to top eight. I love this. Um, I want to be clear. I'm in love with that format. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, it was interesting for some people's perspectives. It's not as great. Uh, like for for example, PJ won his first game and then lost his second game, and because he was low on points, didn't make it in. 
right? That's uh, uh, it's fair. It, it's siding a little the inverse, bit with an aggressive team. Yeah, yeah, but the inverse was I lost my first game, but won my second and got in because of points. So it's a double-edged sword there. So, so my my um, I think yeah, sorry, it gives, ahead, it gives you a punching chance, and I think that's worth a lot in 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 hero clicks. Uh, here's what of the format I would have absolutely despised: um, sweet uh, sweet sixteen single limb. I would have fucking hated that because let's pretend. Well, you you actually did. You qualified on Thursday. You stay there all, uh, all of Thursday, all of Friday. Play one game on Saturday. Miss the Exa Swords event because it started at the exact same time, and you're mm-hmm. done. I feel like that feels yeah. terrible. Uh, and you would have been out. And instead, yep. you took fourth place. Fourth place. I won both my matches, which in that other format, single elimination would have put me in top four. Um, but I lost to you in the top eight in the cut. And um, I will also state another embarrassing fact. You had in the first 10 seconds of the game killed my broken cloak. Uh, the cloak broke in um, not for my normal carelessness, but this time it broke because um I mean, it was in a suitcase in an airport uh, in a <laughs> in a metal case. But, you know, it's the fucking cloak. It's not that durable. Um, so I consciously, of course, knew that you had taken five points, but your team is so engaging, so hard to manipulate around it. I just literally forgot. So I was confused. I'm like, I guess he's playing me for a roll off. I did make moves. I did attack when I could. Uh, and I was going to go straight up, but you had killed my cloak, which meant Saki Iron Man couldn't do anything. So Thanos was simply just a guy that carried Saki Iron Man. <laughs> this is a really fucking weird scenario for Iron for Thanos, but uh, I think I said Thanos. Thanos just all, all he would do is Zach Ironman run up hyperspeed, and then Thanos would try to carry him back, and he'd get pretty far so, to be honest. So I think a few people might be confused. So just to quickly explain what my team does, sure. Um, versus versus the Thanos matchups, I go into Bishop, and I have an emotional modifier. So. The reason why Scott couldn't engage me is because he couldn't mind control me because I had Battle Fury. And in the only way he could shoot me was to get within five. Well, Scott didn't have TK except for use of Sakarian Iron Man, which meant that if he got within five squares and took a shot on something, Thanos would die. Uh, which almost- you had already proved you have be- you have Cosmic Beast on the team, which is obviously an incredibly dangerous piece. You have Jubilee and you have Maggot and Maggot because he's definitely going to hit every time. Maggot essentially is a six damage piece or is it a it's even possible that it's a seven damage piece straight through to Thanos, which is yeah. because the first time I played against you, I rolled the damage. Uh, no, I, I was thinking to... that if you does he go up to he goes up to four damage if you get the token, right? Correct. Yep. So the pog does well, yeah, I guess the poison too. So the yeah, poison, the poison the too. The yeah, seven damage. Four damage. Yep. Really, really. Yeah, it's a four. So uh like Jubilee's hitting for five, uh Beast can roll blades. I won't have at least invulnerability. And once I get past that, nobody misses. And to go up there, I have to at least have two gems um to try to get back some. So even in a three gem roll, I probably don't have super senses. And if I do, I 
I'm not sure if you can outwit it, but I, I can. So the, the nice thing is actually, if you choose time, time gem is a trap mm-hmm. for, for those of you watching or playing Thanos at home and you're playing against X-Men, if you can help it, don't choose time gem. And the reason is Bishop, when he shoots a character that can use probability control, it's plus two attack and plus one damage. That's true. Yeah. So every character with Invuln. Yeah, I outwit Invuln, outwit senses, and then I absolutely destroy Thanos. Yeah, and you can you can spin him around the dial. I mean, you really can. You can Mm -hmm. you could you if you had five actions, you borderline could kill him twice. He is like it's not close. So even if I was able to go up there and be like, "Cool, I killed." Not beast. Beast is important, but if I killed, yeah, like, let's say you killed Venom Magneto or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. Let's say yeah. I killed Maggot Bishop, which is two of your primary attackers. I still would lose. Yep. You can still kill like Thanos. Uh, you might need like a you might need like a four on blades or something like that, but like you're still killing Thanos. You know, like mm-hmm. it's still end times for him because again, maggot seven fucking damage. Beast is another three or four. Um, and I, I don't, did I say Jubilee? I killed, I don't know. But the, anyway, the team deals out so much damage and the neat part is I heard the new set is good for it. So <laughs> Lucas beat my ass four solid times. I was lucky enough to squeak out a win. Um, it was a hard road. I will. I'm proud of myself. Uh, top four, top eight in nationals is great. Top four in nationals is great. And shout out to Four Point Gaming, uh, Isaac Arnold Berkovics, uh, fucking Boy Wonder, uh, the robot kid, the fucking man himself, the youngest goat to ever go to goat thing, and fucking won it, man. Just yep. awesome. Uh, and yeah, for, congratulations to the boy Wonder. He did a he played a great uh, absolutely. I have Ed says this. I have it a little bit too. Uh, if I'm being honest, you know, I've uh, you know, I've hung out with a kid and I'm Uncle Scott and stuff like that, and. Uh, I feel so amazing as well when he wins. Like I'm so over the moon, grateful uh, and just ecstatic that when he wins something that for me, this was an incredible nationals. Uh, I'm very proud of top eight um, and my road fucking, I played Daniel Powell in a mirror match who might, who I was very lucky because on the way into the convention, Dan had accidentally pushed a witch uh, into a puddle and was cursed. Uh, her aim slightly misfired onto his dice. Uh, but ultimately, I have never seen a fucking person miss that much with Thanos against my nope. not very high defense team. Fucking guy <laughs> ran over. His first attack was a crit miss. And then he comes back. He gets all these sixes on the region re, uh, on the other thing. And then comes over. And I can't fucking hit. He had fucking the time gem and stuff. Like he's like 13 out of this. And he's like, I miss Sakari and Iron Man again. Uh, like, I mean, he's a 20 or whatever, but still it was, he had a fucking perplexity. Like I couldn't fucking believe how bad luck he has. Obviously Dan's one of the best players in the world. Uh, he took top, uh, top four, uh, what, what, um, yep. so the team is good. It made top eight and top four. I'm thrilled about that. I had representation everywhere down the line, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which made me feel yeah. great. 
And um, it's been yeah, it, was a, it was a great tournament overall. Let, sure. let, uh, people don't care too much about our general opinions and stuff like that about not hero clicks, but can, what, let's spend three to four minutes just on what was Gen Con like, positives and negatives, real quick. Do you want to yeah. try? Do you want to start? Sure. So you know the quick negatives. Obviously, some people weren't over the moon about the fact that you had to wear masks and you know proof of vaccination and that sort of thing. But guys, I can tell you. Damn near every single person that was there followed those rules well. People were having I, a good I followed time them mediocrely, but yes. Yeah, you only got yelled at least once. Um, yeah, it was twice because once. apparently you can't wear a visor. I thought that would be an acceptable alternative. If you guys don't know, I was born in the cleft palate. It's very hard for me to breathe out my nose. Um, and <laughs> like if I lose my ability to breathe out my mouth, it's it's challenging for me. Um, but uh, anyway. Uh, you know, I thought a visor was an acceptable alternative. I had looked it up. It seemed like it was, but it wasn't. So that's what I got yelled at. Um, yep. But I respect mass policy officially. I totally understand why people have mass policies. I don't love it for this time period. I just want to say I, I happily conform to the mask policies when, you know, Dr. Fauci had been mandating it and everybody was saying this is the way. Uh, but you know, we all ate lunch and did every and took the airplane out without masks. So yep. you know if the TSA, I, if the TSA and the you know aviation association are saying you don't need masks to be on airplanes, I think it's a it was a little silly to force it at Gen Con. I understand why there's fifty thousand people in a very close proximity to each uh, other. They don't I mean they announced it, right? That that's the big they thing. Did. They announced Gen Con twenty twenty two in early in twenty twenty one, right? So yep. you yep. announce an event, you kind of have to stick with what the event is. Um mm -hmm. but yeah anyway that's not fun. Uh, let's let's just leave it at that. I know it's a very hot topic. I'm not this isn't a political show. Um no. so I wasn't trying to say something out of turn but basically nobody loves wearing masks <laughs> like the enjoy enjoyment was, level isn't better because i'm wearing a mask you know so that even, was one detractor yep um but apart from that you know i think everybody had a great time there was a lot of really cool stuff to buy a lot of cool events to participate in i think other than the fact that WizKids did not show transparency with how their events were being ran and what the pricing for those events were. I thought they did run their events. Well, they were very quick. It's probably the fastest hero clicks tournament I've ever been uh, involved with. Uh, uh, they, yes. they, they went between rounds stupid fast. Which yeah. Something I actually like. Yeah. I, I like it to some extent. I think it should be round, round bathroom break, round, round bathroom break or yeah, something in a minute. Yeah, I, yeah, I had to literally just tell Chris, I'm like, hey, look, man, we need five minutes here before top eight. This is a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, and I have to pee. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, and he gave us, he, he, it was, gave us five minutes and stuff. Um, I, this comes down to me as a very positive thing for WizKids um, overall. I, I wanted to say I have a bunch of great positive things. Um, one, how great is it to be back in person and doing this stuff? Loved that. Love it run by actual whiz kids. I have a huge announcement that I am allowed to drop. Um, and here it is. Are you ready? So Ed mm -hmm. made a awesome tri-sentinel award, obviously not knowing that Isaac was going to win it. Uh, but just in case he did hide it from him and uh, it was painted in gold. It looked gorgeous. And here's what Jimmy said. And you don't know this either, Lucas yet. This is true surprise. He said, uh, I mentioned something about trophies. I'm like, man, I, I'm like, 
Hey, Jimmy, this was a great event. I wanted to just ask, what is the negative of trophies? Like, have you guys considered doing that again? And he said, actually, Isaac's trophy is going to be in the mail pretty soon. Oh, that is it. I asked about it, said I could, you know, it's, uh, he said Isaac could spoil it, but, um, I felt uh, he said that that was fine. Isaac doesn't like going on these things, uh, and he doesn't have social media. Um, but you'll, he'll spoil what it looks like and post it on critical clicks, uh, when he gets it. So, uh, but huge win. That has been Mm -hmm. a anchor block since 2011. Whenever they came back. Like nope. the last person to get a trophy, I believe, was Ben, who won the, I believe, 2009. I could be wrong on this, nope. but that is my memory. You've never seen a Hero Clicks trophy, is my belief. Not an official WizKids one, no. Oh. Nope. Okay. Oh, nope. yeah, yeah, yeah. WizKids has never officially provided a, a trophy for the tournaments that I have participated in. Yes. So that appears to be coming back. That is a quote. Um, if that is, that's amazing news. Um, I also want to note that for anybody about Gen Con space and stuff, remember that they decided that they will do this. And my opinion is this. Yes. Could it have been planned out better? Absolutely. But they did it. And so often they choose to not do it. We should be very excited when they do. Uh, They pushed to make something happen for the people there. Um, And, uh, you know, it sure could have been better. Um, Could have had more battle royales, could have had longer battle royales. That was probably my biggest gripe was 35 minute battle royales are weird. Um, But it was like, I killed the thing and time. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> it, like nope. i i don't think i had one battle royale that anybody scored over a hundred points or for or from two figures you know what i'm saying like they might have gotten a hundred point more than a hundred point figure but nobody scored like a two figures worth a hundred over a hundred points in mine at least nope. um so uh anyway but the battle royals were great Sunday, they were dropping sick fucking prizing all the all the stuff like we were getting uh, my last battle royale, we top four, uh, it was actually only three of us and they dropped, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember here. I believe they dropped, uh, old man, Logan, not old man, Logan, sorry, old man, Hawkeye, uh, Deadpool duck, two of the yep. 20, uh, the 20 ones that they hadn't released, which was John Constantine Superman. I believe we had a chase. We had the tarot card. We had uh, wow. uh, a super rare. It was uh, an amazing, you know, experience because they're dro- they were dropping so much And the beginning ones. I think they were a little conservative. And then by Friday, I think they kind of Friday, Saturday, they warmed up and dropped some more stuff, but you know, it, it's great to be there. Just awesome times. I had the best time. And then, uh, Lucas, anything else you want to say about the con? Because I want to finish with uh, one cool thing. And also, I got to stop telling how long we're going to talk about shit. I said four minutes. Yeah, because you're you're just never right. Um, never right. No, I, I mean, never as a whole, right. you know, Indy's a great place. Gen Con's a great convention. Uh, there's a lot of it great is. food, a lot of great people. Uh, the Gen Con staff, they do run a very tight ship. Mm-hmm. They're very good at what they do. They don't fuck around. They have it down to a science. So. 
Uh, it's always a good time going to Gen Con. I know it's expensive, um, but for some of you who have been considering it, just maybe are on the fence, I highly recommend it. It's a great time. So I will make an emotional post about this next thing. I couldn't agree more with Lucas, by the way. Um, I'm going to make an emotional post about this um, today or tomorrow, uh, but I'm going to share it right here with you guys on air first. Um, I had a bad experience. Um, Basically what happened is I had my top eight prizing, my backpack and my, um, Oh, that was it. I think just those two things. And I went to go look at the draft. So what they did is they did a uh, factory set draft of old shit, which was really cool. Uh, you know, I had never gotten a factory set coming in eighth place and I'm sure nobody's ever gotten a factory set coming in six fucking teams. So that was amazing. Uh, where there, there was no modern stuff. But, you know, they're giving away stuff, you know, like they gave away Isaac won a shit ton of stuff, uh, a recalculous amount of stuff. Uh, So I went to go do that. And when I got back, my bag was gone of the top eight pricing. You didn't hear about this. No, I didn't. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah. So look, there's a lot that WizKids actually made bags. They looked great. Uh, so that was also a positive WizKids. The first time I've ever seen them do that. They put their name on the bag, a nice actual tote kind of thing, or like a keeping ba- a bag you keep, put groceries in kind of yep. thing. And there was bags all over. So I don't want to accuse people of stealing. And especially not on air. You know, maybe I had a moment or two where I was like, somebody stole my bag. But in reality, I don't know what happened. I know that I don't have it. I know that it was moved. And I know that somebody else logically has it. Um, I don't know what their intentions were. I'm not going to get into that. But it felt terrible. And I searched everywhere. We all searched everywhere. And WizKids got together and put together a new top eight bag for me. So Scott and Jimmy and Chris and everybody and ended my time and actually reopened some stuff and put it, put some of it together the next day. So they gave me half one day, half the next remembered about it. And that was honestly touching. Uh, one of the best, most brilliant whiz kids I've ever seen, uh, that is absolute caring. And the thing that will make me, the only thing that will make me upset about it is, you know, they never even chose to take a picture of it or anything like that. Um, they never broadcast it because they don't do that a lot or very well, but I want you guys to know that. I have obviously problems with WizKids. I'm very honest. I have some problems here. I have some great things here. Or we're, we try to be as honest to our own feelings as possible on the show. But um, these are people that are good people. Uh, they are very kind, very nice to their fan base um, when you meet them. Um, and I agree i wish that you they could show this side of them a little bit more in how they communicate in a bigger scale but i can 100 percent testify that was that was beyond a grade a move that was they replaced every single thing they did not need to fucking do that they could have just been like hey man we feel bad we we got you in aries they could have easily done that but they gave me a completely mm-hmm. new bag with all new stuff. I mean, how great is that? 
Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's this is the first, like you said, this is the first time hearing of this, guys. Um, that's that's honestly heartwarming. Um, and I do agree with you, Scott, that the the folks at WizKids they do they do give a shit. Um, but there are only so many people that wear so many hats, and as as critical as we are of them uh, all the time. I do think that they do try their best to listen. I know for a fact they listened to this podcast because they told me they did. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. One thing to remember, guys, in the, in the public eye, even though you might not hear from them very often, I know when Kenny was with, he he would say a lot. And Scott Diagnostio will say things from time to time. But the WizKids team is watching. They have eyes on things. They are watching. They know how the community feels about certain topics and certain things that they're able to control. They do. They have admitted that the things that are going on with worlds is a mistake and they need to do better. They said, so, you know, at the fan appreciation event and I do, they did promise more communication. That was literally an PowerPoint they put on and they, they also are going to try. And they also did Morbin time. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the memes to choose from. They choose all the the memes to choose from that one. Um, They choose the one that is definitely a meme. (laughs) Uh, Straight up. Uh, I've said this before. I've said this to their face. I've said this to multiple of their faces. Um, if WizKids communicated more, the public would overall embrace them. Uh, that is what I believe to be the truth. If WizKids worked harder on their level of communication, they would overall be embraced. Um, so... That is, you know, I think that would happen. Um, here's one thing that's true. Uh, you know, Kevin, fucking Kevin, Kevin, goddamn Kevin, he posted name one time since 2018 that WizKids uh, heard the public and did something about it. And I have one. Thanos. Yep. yep. That what there was, yeah, Thanos was 100%. So, uh, this is a perfect segue to go into something new that I feel is just unbelievably important to talk about. Um, this is, I think, a great episode to do this on. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm also seem to be more focused on these drugs. I don't know what's happening here, but, um, like I'm not as ramble, I'm more rambly, but not as unfocused. Maybe, I don't know. Um, so, uh, apocalypse plus the soul sword. Um, do you want to talk about this interaction, Lucas? So this is the apocalypse that you win. The saw it in person, fucking beautiful apocalypse that you win. Damn near a masterpiece apocalypse that you win. I'm referring to the old sense when it looks hand painted. Like it's gorgeous. And so is Genesis. These are what your money is going to on these boosters, which if they communicated that, I would have known and been very supportive of that. Uh, so Tyler, yeah. Tyler Spees posted this, uh, and a lot of people have seen it. This is a click st- uh, nod to click stuff and Tyler on that show. Um, but we all steal. So the, so here we go. So the, so the prize kit for month three of X swords or tennis swords, whatever the hell you want to call it includes apocalypse and Genesis and both apocalypse and Genesis are definitely grand prize material figures. Yes. They are 295 points. And they could be $295. Dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, they are because I, I sold mine for 300 So, yes. <laughs> um, Oh, did you anywho, get top four in that? I, yeah, I did. Wow. That yeah. means I was one point away. <laughs> 
nope. after getting nope. so slammed. Nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Anywho, um, yeah, so they're 295 points. They have two other point values as well. I think 145 and 35 or something like that. But they both start with um, stop clicks on click three, uh, 20 defense, six damage. Like they're, they're beefy fucking boys. Like Apocalypse and Genesis will throw down and they won't feel sorry about it. Um, but the, they're both sword bearers. So you can pay five points to start with any sword. Uh, and that can change from game to game. But one of the swords that is part of the OP uh, event is the soul sword. Mm-hmm. And the soul sword says that this character gets mystics. If the character already can use the mystics team ability, which apocalypse when they can. would apocalypse can, and I believe Genesis can as well. Sure. Um, when, when they use the team ability, if they can already use it, they can either a deal an additional damage or two damage for the, for the mystics TA or after resolutions, heal a click. Yes. So what that means is, is that if you shoot apocalypse to a stop click, he heals one off of the stop click. Okay. Well, what if I take Sakarian Iron Man and I hit uh, 300 point because he has a sword, right? Let's say I get Sakarian Iron Man to a six damage and I flurry him. What click would he end on at 295 points after the flurry? So if I'm looking at this here real fast, pulling up realms. Um, well, so here's the thing. Apocalypse has a stop click. Yeah, he has a a stop click. Sorry, I thought it was on three, just three, but he has one on two and three. So if Scott gets six damage and he punches Apocalypse twice, the first hit will go to the stop click on two. The second hit will go to the stop click on three. And then Apocalypse will heal two clicks back to full. Uh, Except the sword doesn't say when actions resolve. Um, Let me look at it here. Uh, if this character has mystics, when well, they deal damage from that team ability, choose one. Oh, yeah. dealing dealing damage doesn't take place until after actions resolve. So well, it does. Well, that. it's because the yeah mystics doesn't deal damage until after resolutions. But even still, you, so, you still flurry, hit him to three, and then he just heals back to full. So yep, that means that if I was to run that team, let's say I had a team of six Sakarian Iron Mans because of some weird format, would it be yep. physically possible? For me to kill Apocalypse. Um, oh, maybe it was Sakari and Iron Man, actually, because Pulse Wave can eventually get through, I guess. I was going to say Pulse Wave Precision Strike, yes, but you also have Apocalypse punching you for six and five damage the entire time. Um, but for that a is standard possible. team. So, yeah. Here's the, th- uh, here's the thing. We've heard this comment thread has... 146 comments, which is too much uh, possible to like, you know, uh, like, sorry, I'm, I'm blanking out. Lucas, help me. Um, uh, too much possible for people it's, to go it, through. Um, I apologize. Yeah, you can't read it all. It's, it's way too much. You can't read it all. I'm, going to, I'm going to summarize. Um, people say that there's ways around it. And anybody who does is 100% correct. Uh, pulse wave with precision strike is a way around it. Although that is fucking rare. I want to be clear. Uh, Sakari another- and Iron Man and no one else. <laughs> yep. 
Um, Sakari, uh, yeah, Sakari and Iron Man. Yeah, nobody else, right? Um, you, uh, you can obviously Scarlet Witch them. Um, you can outwit stop clicks, things that outwit stop clicks or outwit team abilities is also. No, it's not a way around. But team abilities is not a way around it. Stop clicks is a way around it. So like a beast. Um, team abilities would be there's a there's a sword in the OP that actually says that when they hit with blades they can't use team abilities. Oh sure, um, yeah. So yeah. They there's also a sword that says but, they can't use stop clicks. Um, that yeah. is a hard roll to get because you need to be getting a five, uh, or you need to get a five or a six on that sword because they're still healing back up and you're still taking damage. Um, so if you don't get at least a fuck, if you don't get a six, they go back to the stop click. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Um, So you've got leech, you've got beast, you've got a few different swords like the, the Muramasa from the regular set where if you roll a one through a three, they just can't use defense powers until your next turn. Um, you know, there's, there are things we're, we're, we're acknowledging that now there are things that get around this mechanic, but as a whole for a standard hero clicks team, you cannot beat this. So for example, um, let's take the Loki team that came in second in nationals and we'll go through nationals on a different episode from a team by team standpoint, guys, but uh, for nationals, you know, that had like 10 Lokis, Blackheart, and Jubilee, and uh, Faust. What is that? Uh, if, if he's playing the most logical way, what does he do at the turn one? Nothing. He, he would, yeah, he, his only option to win is a roll off. And his only op and, but that's impossible. I mean, it's literally impossible. There's no way that he's going to be able to fend off apocalypse for 50 solid minutes without losing a 10 point figure. It's just impossible. Right. So you can't even play mystics anymore. You can't even play mystical with, you couldn't play that team, uh, which means that, that team's just out of the meta. And it's a fun team. It's a great team. Congratulations to Bane for making that team and championing it so hard to get it to the second place. That's awesome. Um, Isaac could play his team. Um, me and Dan, I believe, auto lose to that. The only, well, we can win by roll off, just bury around him and stall for 50 minutes, right? It's the only way. Barrier is the only way for you to not lose to this team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So alternating barrier, but that's just, again, a roll off. So let me, I want to explain this to everybody because some people are, you know, like, well, there's counters. Of course there's counters. Here's the difference. Um, here's a good team. Uh, Thanos, uh, Collector, Captain Marvel, and Molecule Man, and probably something else, right? That's a good team, right? If I was to play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the four chase turtles, right? I I probably won't beat that team, but I could. Good. Nope. I could beat that team. Will I attack? I will most likely make a bunch of attacks, run at it. I'll play hero clicks. If I was to play this team, I am forced to play a different game that hero clicks is ideally trying desperately not to set up. And that is simply we are playing run, hide, pray 
for a roll off. And if anybody's ever played Matt for my team, who does try for roll offs, which is fun for him. And he loves that. But I have met approximately no other people, maybe Adam Friedman, who love going to a roll off. Um, nope. Yeah, everybody hates that, that is shit. yeah like, really? everybody everybody hates that shit and if you play it in a rock you both lose i believe that used to be the rules maybe uh, if you play it in a whiz kids event you both lose it is part of the tournament rules now oh is it a zero zero, zero, tie? zero loss uh, or a zero zero tie in swiss is a double <laughs> loss for whiz so, kids yep yeah basically there's hard teams that need counters to think about, but there has never been a figure that is truly actually invincible. And Apocalypse at 295 with that particular sword is actually invincible against 95% of all the hero clicks ever made. And that's, I would probably, say that's pretty damn fair. Yeah. That's not okay. So what I would uh, be lobbying for in this scenario is simply say um, something in the nature of this character, this item cannot be equipped on characters with stop clicks. Uh, This item cannot heal you back up to a stop click, but it's got to be something or, you know, I would say I would say that if it's yeah, go ahead. I would say that if the character is on a stop click when they're hit, it's healing. It doesn't heal. Yeah, totally. Right? So like if, 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 if you're on clicks two or three and you get hit, you don't heal or I would change. No, stop you'd click. have to change it because then you have to flurry him. Right. Um, because he'll go, if you just attack, then uh, attack, attack apocalypse one time, he will go back up to a starting click again, over and over again. Yeah. But, um, the other thing I would say is they could also, I mean, that's, that's kind of, that part isn't such a huge deal. I mean, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Like it's, it's because of the fact that he has stop clicks on two and three that make it so egregiously difficult because you can't deal more than one damage to him at a time for the first three damage. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. the biggest issue here. It's 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 not it's not even that the soul sword is broken because like the soul sword is still super good it's on totally like Blackheart. It's good on Blackheart. Like it's really good on Blackheart, right? But Blackheart is also susceptible to things like poison, right? That make it a little bit more difficult for him to get through. Um, whereas I don't love it on, yeah. doesn't give a flying fuck about. Yeah, Apocalypse doesn't love give it a flying on, fuck about poison. Yeah, I don't love it on Apocalypse. Uh, like, there's things you can, there's more get arounds for Blackheart, but Jesus Christ, I don't think it should be on Blackheart either. He has two stop clicks. I don't, yeah, two stop clicks back to back. That's the, that is the biggest issue here. Back to back stop clicks is the problem. Yes. With the, with this sword, specifically with this sword. Well, it just means that Flurry can't even happen, which generally, yep. oh, actually, Flurry could happen, right? Because he would die before he heals. If if he's already on his first stop, sure. Yes. But he's never going to just be on his first stop. Because you can never get him to that. Yeah. Yeah, because as soon as he gets hit to the first stop, he heals. Yeah, this so is... Like the, I haven't even heard the Blackheart argument. And it's... I would uh, say once per... If it's once per turn, Soul Sword is fixed. That would be... That would work. Once per turn. So, All like, right. it would be... It would be, like... Uh, if this character can already use mystics, 
deal an additional damage or once per turn after resolutions heal a click. But this to me is similar to 50 point Wolverine. It's against the concept of hero clicks. It's yep, against what we're actually that. doing and playing for. I do think that they, he should be allowed to have it. I love the once per turn thing. And honestly, I, I don't think it is, but Jesus Christ, apocalypse might be playable. Yeah. It's so it's, it's one of those things where versus certain matchups, right? If they have a leech, if they have a beast, um, you just lose yep. outright, which is nothing bad. you can do yes. about it. And you can't um, switch but them out anything because... else. Yeah. yeah. But any other matchup, he's really good. Like it's, it's literally just like least leech and beast that are yeah, his I, problems, yeah, which is fine. I, I, th- I think if you want to go be good. accepting the fact that that would be bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. He hit all his rollouts. I was thinking he has the rollouts for the blades claws thing, but he won't have blades claws against leech. Um, beast isn't as good against him. I mean, he won't have the stop clicks, right? He'll probably, uh, lose, but I've play tested against this already just to see how X-Men would do. Cause we weren't sure. Like, well, I guess I would quick. say like, well, we weren't, we weren't sure how quickly this stuff was going to release. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, yeah. if it does, if it does release for worlds, you gotta be ready for it. Um, that, that whole blades thing only works. For close attacks so you just outwit invincible outwit his stop click and then just fucking shoot the shit out of him and x-men kills him just as fast as they kill thanos um this is only because i'm currently on pain meds but um can you remind me beast beast outwit does what again beast says it's not even his outwit beast beast damage power just says that opposing characters within range cannot use protected or safeguard outwit Gotcha. So you can multiple outwit a character. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, and that's what I was talking about versus Thanos and stuff too, right? You outwit invuln outwit super senses versus apocalypse is the same thing. You outwit, you outwit invincible and outwit the stop click. And then he's just, he's just now, a naked defense and you just, we, we, we've lobbied. Now let's talk competitive for a second. Uh, forget apocalypse. He's not going to be legal for worlds. I think this pushes, um, I think, uh, I think, thank you. I think this pushes, um, fucking Blackheart into back into the full meta. I mean, I think he yeah. was full meta cause he did just take second in nationals. Um, but, uh, I mean, the him soul that sword fucking, makes Blackheart a formidable foe for sure. Yes. Yep. That brings him down to like a couple things that can kill him. Uh, and if you're playing, well, and, and the thing is too, is depending on where you're at in your dial, you don't have to do the heal. You could just say deal two damage with the mystics. So flash punches you, he's dead. Yep. Right. Um, you know, uh, Sakari or uh, Sky Tyrant flurries you, he's dead. Yeah. You know, uh, things like that. Oh my God. You you're like, right. Sky Tyrant would actually go all two, that's four damage. That's yeah, a crazy So like he flurries you, hits you to your second stop click. Yeah. And then you just go, okay, dead sky tyrant. See ya. Yeah. You know, (laughs) yeah, dead sky tyrant uh, and two of my guys with mastermind right now. Um, I'm not sure I would do that. I'd be fine with painting sky tyrant for two because he's not good then. But um, it just, it really just depends on where, like, depends on the matchup. But yeah, that's, that's fucking phenomenal. Fucking phenomenal. My card is 100% like back back in black we'll call it uh with with the soul sword the soul sword is a very very good object on blackheart it is uh is the soul sword legal 
Oh, I didn't look at that. It was it was in the boosters for month one. So assuming month one actually releases this month, it should be. Um, I have no exact inside information on this, but I have firsthand account information. <laughs> Basically, they had a lot of the product there. And there was an implication that there was no worry about the product. Does that make sense? I did not have anybody at WizKids nope. tell me, yes, it's definitely going to be there. But I also have to note that a lot of people and companies don't be like, yes, we're definitely going to hit our own delivery date that we already told you about. Why would they tell me that twice? <laughs> so nope. um, uh, I think, you know, uh, oh God, there's somebody else I want to talk about for month one. Has she dropped there? Oh God, it's... um. I got, uh, I won the Pogger, Pogger Pog guy. That guy was awesome. Not actually. Pogger Pog. Pogger Pog. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's fun. Yeah. Pogger Pog. Um, Are you, I'm assuming you're thinking of Saturnine. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, full so, candor, guys. So real I asked, quick for those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for those counting at home, Saturnine, we did post it on Critical Clicks. Um, it is a 35 point figure that is the same, I believe the same sculpt as the chase from the set. Um, but the nice thing is this Saturnine is 100% a powerhouse support figure. Uh, so for 35 points, you get four clicks of life, you get the mystics team ability, you get cosmic energy. Um, but what you also get is the ability to sideline tarot cards without it counting um, towards your sideline. Without it counting towards your sideline. So you can have an additional five tarot cards on your sideline that you could swap out um, uh, in order to adjust for the opponent that you're about to face, as long as your deck is still legal after the swap. So you can't just put all of a sudden like five wand cards in your deck or some shit like that, right? Um, but you, you can swap out tarot cards. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she also has a TK power. That's when you, when she TKs a friendly character adjacent to an opposing character after resolutions or move an action token from that character. That is a very good power. And she has eight fucking range on that. Yep. She's eight range. And then her damage power is once per turn, you may increase or decrease an attack total I won. I don't that believe that when global. they, yeah, I don't, they had no line of fire, no anything, no protection from this unless no, no protection from this. Even if you have protected nope. prob, you, there's nothing you can do about this. So this is a lot bigger than you think it is off the bat. I, very few people played more Q prime than me. Right. I mean, statement of fact, I played a ton of Q prime. Here's what Q, why Q prime was so, so, so powerful. It wasn't that he could swap your die. It was the fact that your opponent would re-roll hits. Nope. That is very nope. big uh, because they might be looking, let's say they're looking for, you know, let's say they're looking for a six, right. And they roll exactly a six. Now they know once per turn, I can decrease their attack total, right? So they missed now. They rolled essentially a five. So now they choose to re-roll it, which when they first rolled it, it was probable in their favor. But if you believe in kind of a stacked probability of how, how, how you know, their chance of hitting six twice, you would know that that now becomes out of their favor very slightly, right? So nope. they actually, and is that not actually a six they're looking for? It's a seven. <laughs> so nope. now they re-roll hoping for that seven and they roll a four or a five. So 
Saturnine didn't even use the power and yet the power made the game work in your favor. Uh, and then she can do it on a different attack because again, it's the threat of it. Uh, she also just has mastermind uh, with Excalibur mystical ruler, triple fucking target eight range, only a one damage in the middle. She moves to in cap. I don't see that ever coming up. Also, it does not. It, it, she yeah. she has every single read in the world of a figure that has two two click two dials you know and like she's mm-hmm. 35 points which is always weird she has like this very basic stuff you feel like she would be a bigger powerhouse and have like an 80 point dial but she just doesn't i don't know why i feel like that but like she looks like that if that makes sense also i guess because she's yeah. fucking saturnine it's weird that she's 35 <laughs> points like that. I was going to say, based on the role that she had in, in Ten of Swords and stuff, like, I mean, yeah, the fact that she's a little support figure is, I mean, she, yeah, did, exactly. she did kind of control things from the back, but it's still... Uh, it's, a, it's a great representation. It is more powerful. She is massively more powerful than you assume her to be. Does that make sense? Um, yep. I would and I love... did, uh, yeah, did play test a, a game with her today. And it's exactly like you're saying, like I, I got hit by an attack where they rolled the exact number they needed. And I looked at him and said, would you like to prob it? And he goes, what do you mean? I was like, would you like to prob the attack? He goes, no. I was like, all right, so you miss. He's like, that's stupid. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) That is awesome. Awesome. All right, guys, that is it for our show today. I want to thank uh, the man that humbled me so greatly at Nationals. Uh, I still say that my team made top four, I made top eight, and Isaac won Summer Scott, baby. This is Azure Strife, and we're all just living in the summer of Scott. Scott. I don't care what anybody says. It is not the fall of House Crampton. It is still Summer of Scott, baby. Uh, uh, there is no shame in losing to fucking Lucas, especially if you beat PJ and Dan beforehand. Uh, I mean, how many motherfuckers have beat PJ, Dan, and Lucas back to back to back? I, I gotta say that's massively improbable. Um, did I fuck up bad? I did. That's sometimes hero clicks, guys. Um, but that is it for our show. Until uh, we see you next time, this is Lucas and Scott reminding you that if you're not playing competitively you might as well be playing with yourself good night good night
over. Yeah. And you should you should go home. Yeah. It's a podcast. Just turn it.